Welcome to the Abundant Wellness with Andrea podcast from surviving to thriving in mind, body, and spirit. Hey there, I'm Andrea Jones, registered nurse, functional hormone coach, inner healing and deliverance pastor, and most importantly, wife and mother of two beautiful girls. This podcast is really a conversation about how to discover and walk in an abundant life that God has laid out for us while processing what I call the messy middle, pain and overcoming things in our life that are hard in order to nurture all of the parts of you so that you can walk in abundant wellness in all areas. Welcome back. In today's episode, we're going to be talking all about how our hormones impact our emotional and mental health. And this is something that I'm going to have some guests on in later podcasts. But for today, I'm going to be sharing a little bit more about my story with balancing hormones, what eventually led me to leaving my 15-year nursing career at a local pediatric hospital to do what I love, which is helping women to balance their hormones, um, get on top of their emotions, um, walk in emotional and spiritual health, and how that impacts their families. So for me, when I um, gave birth to my first daughter 11 years ago, um, as you heard in the first couple episodes, I shared how I was also experiencing complex PTSD, Um, that was really triggered by the death of my dad, um, who had just passed away from brain cancer. And, you know, trying to navigate having a new baby, not getting sleep, and really experiencing this uh, decline in my health that was actually pretty rapid. And I will say that, you know, there were a lot of signs that I didn't listen to right off the bat, because I didn't you know, I didn't know to pay attention to them. And I think as women, we're actually very used to ignoring the more subtle signs um, because they're not impacting us enough in a way that makes us take action. So here I am with a nine-month-old baby. I'm starting to have increasing anxiety, um, increasing insomnia. Those were my primary symptoms, which eventually led to me experiencing depression because I was so exhausted and anxious all the time. And my nutrients were just getting depleted like crazy. And so of course I didn't have those, uh, hormonal building blocks that I needed to actually make the right hormones at the right time of the month to not only give me a balanced cycle, but also balanced moods. And when I went in to um, go talk to my doctor, um, she basically was like, well, your baby's too old for it to be postpartum depression. So I think it's just, you know, anxiety and I'm going to give you an antidepressant. Totally ignored all of the other symptoms that I was having that was very clearly connected to my period. So very clearly connected to Um, feeling worse right before my cycle um, and how, you know, how that was then impacting me for the two weeks leading up to my cycle. Basically, she just refused that they could be connected at all. And so I remember feeling very frustrated at that doctor's appointment because I'm a nurse. I'm used to taking really good care of people and a very holistic approach. And so to really just be brushed off as like, oh, it's nothing, you know, we just, you know, just basically slap a Band-Aid on it 
um, really was not helpful. And what I noticed for myself when my, you know, when I would have the mood swings and the irritability leading up to my cycle, it would also exacerbate all of the undealt with emotions. And um, what I didn't know was really trauma at the time. And now what's super fascinating about this is that they actually have studies now that show um, that if you have unresolved emotional pain or trauma, which everybody has some degree of trauma, that's typically the theme that will come up for you um, right before your cycle. So this this is typically why... Um, we will see these kind of different patterns for different women um, that not only point us to the underlying dysfunction in the hormones, but actually point us to the unresolved emotional issues that may also be uh, preventing them from healing. So let me just explain that in a little bit more detail. I started noticing was before my cycle, so about seven to 10 days before my period, I would start to notice a decreased mood. So my mood would get lower, my thoughts would become more negative. I would start to feel a little bit more anxiety around that time of the month. And um, But the theme of it was all very focused around um, negative things that had happened to me in the past that I actually had not dealt with. So rejections, emotional pain, um, memories of, you know, different things that had gone on in my life that were just like on a loop or a replay um, throughout my cycle. And what I found in, in not only in my own healing journey, but also in watching women and helping them to balance their hormones is that when we address the physiologic root causes of not making enough of the right neurotransmitters and the right hormones that seven to 10 days before your period, that will give us a certain measure of healing. Like I would say about 80 to 85% of healing and resolution. That other 25, you know, 15, 20, 25% really does depend on how willing we are to address those emotional issues as they come up. So for me, if I notice you know, right before my cycle that I'm having a low mood, I'm having some depressive thoughts, maybe some um, anxiety, and the theme is rejection. And I actually hear this a lot from women. They'll say something like, my friend didn't, didn't text me back, and instead of just being like, oh, she's busy with her kids, my brain went to, she doesn't love me anymore and she doesn't value me. That is an emotional and probably a spiritual root of rejection that needs to be dealt with. So we address the physical issue, which is the physiologic, biologic dysfunction that's happening that's leading to low progesterone that then leads to low serotonin. We address that by healing the gut-brain connection and making sure that the liver is functioning optimally. And that helps it so that we can have the emotional capacity to then deal with with the emotional root or the spiritual root of rejection that's showing up. And for different women, this shows up as different patterns. Some women tend to experience more rage or anger, um, which for me, when I'm looking at their, their overall picture, what that points to is liver dysfunction, the liver not metabolizing hormones appropriately. But then we also want to look at what is the anger telling us? Is there a theme to the things that you're angry about? Um, those are the kind of things that we want to look at. Are you only angry at your husband or are you angry about everything? 
um, is that anger, does it feel like powerlessness or does it feel like hopelessness? Those kind of digging into those emotional patterns will actually give us clues on where the emotional healing needs to take place and what we need to do to address that emotional component of healing. One of the most common questions that I get is how do we know where to start? and what issues do we need to work on first. So I think it's really important for women to understand that the current medical model for healing hormones in you know what I would call Western medicine or conventional medicine is really not set up to um, address the full complexity of the picture. Um, because some of this comes down to how, you know, OBGYNs, how uh, general practitioners are trained in hormones, and that really is how to treat hormones with hormone replacement therapy and pharmaceuticals. They're not trained in how to look at hormones, whether that be on lab tests or by looking at symptoms and understand the root causes. So, um, even though there's plenty, plenty, plenty of research, you know, um, out there and available, that's ultimately what led to me creating my Happy Hormones program. So the research is there, but it's not being utilized by the conventional medical system, um, typically because utilizing, you know, food and lifestyle um, is obviously not covered by insurance and therefore isn't going to be accredited by a lot of those larger systems. So it's important to understand that if you're going to work with a conventional medicine practitioner, a GP and OBGYN, that that is the model that they are trained in um, and that's what you're going to get out of it. So when you are going to address your underlying hormone balances, whether that be hot flashes, mood swings, irritability, PMS, heavy periods, what have you, you do want to make sure that you're working with somebody that can see the picture, meaning they're able to look at your symptoms and be able to identify pretty quickly, even without lab testing, what your individual root causes and hormone patterns are. So we've been able to boil down the root causes of hormone imbalance to three main root causes. First category is liver dysfunction um, because your liver is primary job is to metabolize estrogens and hormones. So we think of the liver as you know, it filters our blood, it's like a sponge, you know, it helps to detoxify, but it really is the MVP of hormone balancing. And so if you've ever been diagnosed with estrogen dominance, you've ever had like breast tenderness, irritability, um, angry outbursts before your cycle, really heavy periods, um, any blood clotting issues, that would all kind of fall into the liver imbalance category. And then we have um, really the second main root cause, which is the gut-brain disconnection. And thankfully, there's a lot of really good information coming out about that now, but I would say we're still about 25 years behind what the research actually shows us. And for women with hormone imbalances, um, specifically like mood swings, irritability, fatigue, insomnia, that kind of picture or anxiety, or if they've had postpartum depression, postpartum anxiety, those would all typically fall within that gut-brain disconnection category. Now, the important thing to understand when we're looking at any of these root causes or patterns is that there's no way 
to separate them from each other, meaning that just because I see in you, the person in front of me, that there's some gut-brain disconnection going on doesn't mean I'm not also going to address the liver because typically if there's an imbalance in the gut-brain connection, there's also going to be some symptoms of liver dysfunction as well. So the third main root cause is actually what I would call nutrient deficiencies. So that is inadequate nutrition, um, inadequate nutrients to actually support the overall hormone processes in your body. So your progesterone, your estrogen, your egg development, um, the release of your eggs, the protection of your neurons, the protection of your gut lining, all depends very heavily on the nutrients that we actually get through our food. Now, if you only focus on balancing out your progesterone and estrogen through tinctures, creams, um, oils, uh, hormone replacement therapy, and even nutrition, but you're, you don't focus on healing the gut, the chances of you actually absorbing those nutrients goes down significantly by like probably close to 75% which is why a lot of women find that they get some partial symptom relief with some of those options. Maybe they've noticed that some of their, you know, their heavy periods lightened up when they did a whole 30 or they tried clary sage for a couple of months and that got rid of their hot flashes, but then all of the symptoms come back and that's because they were addressing basically the overall hormone picture with just one piece of the puzzle instead of having the entire puzzle piece put together for you. So what we do in the Happy Hormones process, or even if you're working with me one-on-one, -on -one, um, we address all of the root causes based on what we're seeing in your symptom profile, and then we're personalizing it to you one step at a time, meaning, uh, meaning we address all three of those phases with every single client, but how we apply that to you is going to depend on a lot of different variables, including your medical history, um, medications that you might be taking, supplements, etc. So why does this matter for emotional health or our mental health or our, even our physical health? I feel personally, and this is, you know, again, an observation of working with hundreds of women all over the world, that when we only address the physical component, meaning your physiology, what we can see on your lab testing or what we see in your symptom profile, but we ignore how those symptoms are manifesting themselves for you emotionally, then again, you're only going to get that partial healing. Healing, meaning, you know, maybe we address the physiologic reason why you have angry outbursts before your cycle, that being your liver not functioning optimally. But we're not looking at how that anger manifests for you. Um, does it you know, does it uh, encompass a certain topic? Is it only about your husband? Is it only about your children and feeling super overwhelmed? Or is it a past trauma that actually needs to be resolved? So whenever I'm working with somebody, we're looking at all of those things and saying, hey, it sounds like there's some emotional work that needs to be done around this. So you can actually get a full measure of healing, not just a partial measure, measure with uh, balancing out your physiology. Curious if this process would be beneficial for you, or maybe you have somebody you love that you're curious if this would help them. If we can help you get these results in three months instead of three years, then make sure to check out all of the links in the show notes where you can find my website, my Instagram, and different ways to work with me. Thank you so much for listening. <music>